Hello and welcome to Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. Hi, Mariana. Good morning, Ting Nathan. Good morning. You know what? That stupid Potomac lady, Giselle. Like, yes. She has a lot of faults, but her good morning is it. stuck in my head. I do it all the time. All the time. It's part of my vernacular now. It's just the way it it's goes. It's her legacy. It is her legacy. That and her terrible fashions and interior. Actually, I think her interior <laughs> decor is almost worse than her fashions. Oh, Actually, yeah. I think it might be. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Potomac, do you want to tell everyone? Oh, is there Potomac tea? No, no, no. Do you want to tell everyone we're going to be on Mandy's podcast? Oh, I was like, oh, what's the link? <laughs> yeah, you know me and the half-assed links. Mate, uni, uni graduate all the way. <laughs> well, yeah, this weekend we're we're catching up with Mandy. Yeah. We're going to be talking about the housewives. Yeah. So if you want to hear more of us, head to your podcast app and download Is This Real Life with Mandy Sluska. So, you know, why not? Have a listen to us on call. Fuck, if you could be bothered. And we're going to be. We assume it's going to be good. We haven't recorded it yet. (laughs) And we're going to be talking about OBS Beverly Hills again, but we're also going to be talking about Dubai and Atlanta. You know, I love Atlanta. I love the Atlanta. It's been great, by the way. You need to catch up, but I've been enjoying it. But it's my tomorrow homework that I have to binge Atlanta. I'm fucking here for it, mate. Yeah, isn't it great that, like, your homework is just watching Housewives? I know. And I even love the fact that my partner, when I say, like, no, I've got work to do, I've got to do Housewives stuff, like, he fully respects it. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, you've got to do it. I love that. Isn't that sweet? Because he fucking can't Whereas before, you used to TV. feel like a lazy sack of shit. Yes, exactly. Even though we normally do this at the end, I want to say thank you for the dog pics. Yes, and a couple of cat pics and, too. And yes, and the cat pics, they're so cute. But this, I don't know what was going on with me that day because Nathan messaged me, there was this cute little puppy and then a couple of dogs in their outfits ready for pride. I don't know if it was a, the puppy or both, but there was a tear out of my eye. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cute. And I love how when I show my partner, because he does – not watch Housewives, doesn't care about it, blah, blah, blah. But as soon as I show him the pet pics, he's all gooey and mushy. It's really cute. He doesn't get it, but he gets dogs. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We are that couple. We have fur babies and that's it. So, okay, before we start, you know how last week I was sick and had no idea what the fuck was going on with Rinna? Oh, yeah, you caught up? Yeah, like apparently it was all bullshit. So apparently this guy said something about Rinna. And so then she posted his personal details. So she basically <laughs> doxed him. Yeah. Then he returned the favour and posted her personal details and doxed her. Then he says, as you told me, that he said he worked for Kathy Hilton. And then apparently goes on someone's podcast and says no or I don't know. But now it's bas- we're basically hearing that it's all bullshit. Never worked for Kathy just trying to get his 15 minutes of fame. Uh I don't know. I just think that sounds like a bit of PR personally. He, he's the thirstiest little bitch. That's my impression. And I'm just like, it's, it's a bit sad. It's my impression too. But then I'm like, is this the impression that their PR juggernaut is giving us so that we don't believe him? Who's PR juggernaut, Rinna or Kathy? Both. Because I'm like, how do you have Lisa Rinna's number? 
I know. Is he a whistleblower or isn't he? This is our Watergate. This is our Watergate, exactly, because he literally posted Lisa Rinna's number and people were calling it apparently and getting her voicemail. (laughs) Mate, I don't know. Like you said, I want to know more is what I'm saying. I want to know less, intriguingly. (laughs) (laughs) And then moving on, Luann and Sonia are getting their own show. What the fuck? I mean, that sounds amazing. So it's like a simple life kind of show. Um, Mm -hmm. A peacock just starved for fucking content. Well, they really must be. Did you see the other rumour about the the three new shows, which I think was debunked? Oh, okay. But there was like, there was the Winnetka, there was Nashville, there was... Scottsdale or something like that, oh, yeah. and they all had the Peacock logo. And I was like, Peacock, you need to slow your fucking roll. But I think it was debunked. Yeah, okay, right. And um, did you see the post that Ramona Singer made after she microbladed her eyebrows? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my God. So people have been sharing it because they're like, she's posted this photo of herself after having her eyebrows microbladed and tagged the woman that did it and said she's the best. And... Swear to God, they look like an upside-down V. <laughs> so not quite a full triangle, mate. Do you think it was like um, Mr Potato Head packing his angry eyes? Fucking oath, mate. And so there was all this, like, Twitter was, like, cracking up over it. And someone posted, I'm howling, she's so cheap that she got free microblading in exchange for an Insta story post and ends up looking like the Joker and the Grinch had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I checked. They were fucking wrong, mate. Just wrong. <laughs> I need to look so it up. So awful. Ugh. I know you hate when I look up things on the podcast because it's an audio medium, but I'm just, oh, there it is. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> how awesome is that? You know how, like, Joey on Friends says he does smell the fart acting where you raise up the eyebrow? <laughs> someone made a comment about that. See, I haven't yeah. watched a lot of Friends, so I don't know. But someone was making the same comment. And oh I was like, God. I have no idea what that is. I was just <gasps> like, she... she's one mother-tucking angry bird. <laughs> like, what? Oh. She thinks and- that's good. What? Oh, and she's still wearing that fucking Avery butterfly necklace. Oh, Jesus. If I saw Ramona on the street, I don't think I would not be able to attack her. Do you reckon you'd cross the other way? Like, no, I'd walk road? up to her and snatch that butterfly necklace <laughs> off and I'd say, and go, stop it. <laughs> stop it. You need just some stop new, it. Just, you need some new jewels, bitch. Ugh, <sighs> just stop it. I love that. I think Avery was right. She's not Avery. Um, Aviva is right. She's white trash. Oh, of course she is. <laughs> Shall we get into it? I got nothing else. Why not? Yeah, right. let's do it. It's your turn? No. Okay, fine. Are you sure? Yeah. It's my turn. I wrote uh-huh. too many notes for nothing. I was like, I don't need to edit my notes because Nathan's going to do it so we don't need to talk about the nothingness that was these episodes. See, I wrote so few notes because I was like, it's not my turn. <laughs> Four pages. I literally, you know me, I can't help it. I write what happens. Okay, so we start the episode of Beverly Hills, which is called, is it called In Hot Water? Yes, it is. Is it? That's a shit title. I'm not a fan. No, me neither. It didn't seem to have any thematic resonance. Well, there was really nothing to have resonance over, was there? Yeah. No, you're right. I really thought this was going to be something this episode. Me but it's sort of. And like halfway through, I was like, okay, so we're getting all the other shit out of the way for like a good confrontation, but then no. Nothing. I mean, Garcelle's building a beach house. Good for her. Oh, when, when we started and I was like, what is this, honey? Yeah. Like the white refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, it's a teardown. She's building a beach house in Ventura County. And I said, County. thank God. 
And then, of course, because the episode was boring, I start Googling, like, is Ventura County, like, a cool place to live? I don't know. I know is it's it? I know it's, like, an hour north of Beverly Hills. So it's near Malibu, past Malibu. Oh, okay. And obviously I know that Malibu's rather expensive, these doughs. So maybe it's, like, the, <laughs> these doughs. These doughs. So maybe it's kind of like, you you know, when all the real estate has been, like, capitalised on and you've got to keep going south, well, in this case, north. I don't mm-hmm. know, people. Tell us, is Ventura County cool? Well, I think it's it looks like a nice spot for a beach house. Anything's got to be better than Orange County, right? <laughs> <laughs> totally. And then we get this nothing scene of Dorit and Erica having lunch. That was so freaking boring. If it weren't for the salad order, I don't even remember it. What was the point of that? I don't know. And what's with Erica constantly ordering these Arnold Palmers? How sweet do you need your beverage? It's iced tea and <laughs> lemonade. Bitch, just get a fucking fanner. She uh, she goes through different moods with her drink orders. Remember the hot toddies? Oh, if you want some sugar, just have a fucking fanna or a creaming soda, bitch. Have a fanna, bitch. Fuck, I could do a fanna. Anyway, but then we get a scene with Kyle and Crystal. Now, I know how you feel about Kyle. You hate I her. I hate her guts. Yeah, and I don't hate her guts, but I do like ragging on her because she's an easy target and that makes it fun. Yeah. But at least she fucking bumps the story along and, like, makes them talk about shit. No, I completely disagree. She is being the nastiest little bit of gear, calling Crystal a gaslighter, gaslighting her into thinking that she's a gaslighter. And then she's like, (laughs) oh, are we going to be dramatic about that? And I'm like, you're the one being dramatic, Kyle Richards. I love it when you go off. (laughs) I just hate her so much. Like, get your own storyline. Stop trying to work everybody else's. Well, speaking of which, is she making Paris's wedding her storyline? Why do you need to go on up my niece? Oh, for f- no one cares, Kyle. I know. Well, didn't Paris already have the spin-off or whatever? She's like, who cares? She's got her own fucking show. Stay out of it. I feel like she banked on the Hilton name so much, like, in her early years. And it's yeah. like, yeah, sorry, you were, like, in three seconds of Halloween, the movie, when you were a kid. And then <laughs> I-, I assume some other projects, but I'm not that familiar. You don't hear her talking about Little House on the Prairie. Wasn't she in no. that? No. Wasn't she in that back in the old yeah, days? She, uh, they should have killed her off in that one too. <laughs> well, she could have fallen down a well. It wouldn't have been that hard. Oh, she'd go on about it. And I was really intrigued by the lunch order that Crystal made. She ordered blackened salmon beet salad. I don't know. I found that intriguing. That's She's all. an intriguing little gal, she our Crystal. She is. And do you know what? As much as everybody's hating on her right now, like mm. audience-wise, yeah. And she is frustrating me. I still like her. Yeah, I don't know me why. Too. I think I actually want her to like me. I think I think she's the cool kid. Oh, she's the cool kid. Yeah. And um, I must say in that scene, the lighting on their faces was perfection. Whoever their gaffer is on set these days, <laughs> they do an amazing job with the light on their faces and use of natural light. But there's definitely some artificial light in there. That wasn't just natural light. There were no shadows on their faces, so... I was thinking that at the beach with Garcelle, I was like, this is filmed really well. Yeah. I don't know why I was thinking that. Maybe because it was so boring. <laughs> Maybe, because I was noticing it too. And Kyle brings up Crystal throwing Sutton under the bus. And that's why I was like, at least she's bringing shit up over here. Not like fucking Erica and Dorit. All they spoke about was the fact that Lois isn't well. It's like, bitch, that ain't your storyline. Talk about something else. Yeah. Crystal says, I'm never going to repeat what Sutton says. And they agree that she should never have brought it up. Then we get a flashy of Sutton saying she doesn't see colour again and all I noticed was the fact that shit Sutton cried a lot last season. She really did. But, okay, speaking of the gaslighting, 
Kyle turns around and says, but it's dangerous though. And I'm like, dangerous? Really? Is that the word we're going to use? I know. And like, we're going to pick on Crystal's word. So why are you using the word dangerous? I know. And I think Crystal has a point. I don't know if she said this on the show or in like press or whatever, but she's mm. like, if Rinna had said dark, there wouldn't have been an issue. She, like, she said it on the show. Yeah, because like Rinna said people were close to death. Like that's yeah, much worse. I know, exactly. But she did get shit for it. And then when Kyle says what she's saying is gaslighting, Crystal's face was like, whoa, but, you know, so was mine. Like, fuck, that's not a word to throw around, mate. And it's the new bullying. It's the new bullying, exactly. And then that's when Crystal tells Kyle to be careful with her words. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. But then Crystal just says, can you just give me the benefit of the doubt? And they move on. So as much as that is a sort of nothing scene, you know it's a building block scene, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then next scene, Diana's at Kyle's and Kyle tries to like chuck Paris's name in again and tell a cute story about how when Paris was saying I do, she said yes. I'm like, we don't need to know that. That's no. on Paris's show. Is she trying to get people to go watch Paris's show? Is that what she's doing? No, she's just got nothing else to talk about. Yeah. And then Diana talks about the fact that when her daughter was five months old, she was pregnant and she went for an ultrasound and the technician told her her baby died and had been dead for like two weeks. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Did she say she was more than 14 weeks pregnant? Because she said something like 10, 12, 14 weeks. You don't normally have a miscarriage after that time. Is that what she said? Oh, my God. Do you know what? I don't even think I saw that bit. Like You're saying it and it's like it's the first time I've, I must have glossed over it. Okay, because then if that's the case, is she saying she was pregnant after giving birth two months prior? Like, is that normal? I've never had I a baby. I guess that can happen. I've never had a baby. But from what I understand, you have your period for like a fucking month after you have a baby. And oh. you're not supposed to be having... That's news to me. I'm just like, so... And I know... No, I don't know. I assume that Diana did not have children naturally. Like, she probably did IVF or something like that, right? So... How, I don't know, someone needs to explain this to me because I'm Trey confused. I think we need to just step back with Diana and just not trust her when it comes to dates because she doesn't even know her own horoscope. Like, I think. Yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> she's living in a different world when it comes to timelines and dates. That's true. Okay, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe not Crystal, but I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. The only thing I wanted to talk about with that scene is right at the end when they're talking about Mexico and Kyle says yes or something again and she smiles. Did you notice how taut her smile was? It's like she. She was forcing a smile. Here, I'm going to show you. You know that emoji, right, where it's mm-hmm. like the horizontal mouth open with all the teeth? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. her face looked like. And I'm like, <laughs> Do you think she- that's Botox? Yeah, I think she went and got Botoxed for the wedding because she knew she'd probably be on the page six. Yeah. And it's like if you're going to do that, you can't try to smile because she just looked like a robot. It was awful. It was not nice. Yeah, she sucks. <laughs> Very strange. Anyway, so next minute we're with Garcelle and Sutton and obviously you can tell these guys are actually friends because, you know, Garcelle called her a bitch in jest. It made me think of Bitch Boson from Below Deck Down Under. and clearly, Oh, and she didn't carry on about it. No, yeah. he clearly has no female friends, if any. And I did think it was cute Sutton's trying to take all her ice cubes out of a drink with chopsticks. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. It's, it's 
problematic when you get ice and you don't want ice. What are you supposed to do? Chopsticks ain't going to help. No, but, you know, can't you use the dessert spoon that's probably on the table? I don't know. I, don't I would have just used my fingers, but I'm a bogan bitch from Wollongong. Me too. They were talking about the crystal of it all and um, she said that they, she and Crystal talked about it over the summer and then we get the flashy. We finally get the flashy. I was so excited for the flashy. I think Bravo listened to you, Nathan, because last week you said they should show us before all the ladies know so that we know what's going on and we can judge their reactions accordingly. And they did it for you. So, but I still think that can't be the flashy, right? I like don't know. It, it, it was pretty it was, bland. So this is what happened, ladies, ladies and gents, who've obviously watched it already and then now Girls, gays and theys. I know, girls, gays and theys. Oh, I like that. I've never heard that. It's good, right? She says, I remember looking out of the window and my daughter had her friends over and they were in the jacuzzi and she's like, and there's my white child and a black girl and a Chinese girl and a red-headed, probably Irish Catholic girl and I'm like, this is what it should be. That's it, people. That's what she said. Yeah. Please explain to me how that's racist because I actually don't know. It's not so much racist. It's a bit simplistic. Like it's a simplistic view of race. Right. I, I don't think it's a cancelable offence. I think it's just really naive. And I don't think it's dark. That's why I think there still must be something else. But, like, there was a bit in there, like, I guess she did say, like, oh, that's a Chinese girl in the pool, where, like, how do you know she's Chinese? Are you just saying she's Chinese? Because it's her daughter's friend. Of course she knows. Well, I don't know. Of course she knows. I'm do you sorry. You would know the nationality of your kids friends no i don't know if i were crystal in that instance i'd be like i'd be questioning whether she was actually chinese or if she's just some other asian ethnicity oh do you think that's what it was maybe that's all i can really get i just think yeah it's a simplistic i don't see color view which was addressed last year though that's why i don't know what there must be something else okay and Garcelle doesn't get it. She thinks there's something else, just like you, because Garcelle is like, there's nothing bad about that. I'm not offended by that, blah, blah, blah. And Garcelle again tells Sutton to watch her back. And Sutton says she's scared, God bless. And I didn't get why she said she was scared, but later on I get it. So, But, like, even the um, Bravo editors must mm. have thought that was nothing because they didn't include it last year. They were like, this is shit, this is nothing. <laughs> True. True that. And then when Crystal kept referring to it, they probably went back to the archive thinking, what, what, what was it? Did we miss it? Okay, well, we'll see if it comes up. Maybe they're saving it for reunion. Okay, and then next minute, I get, like, completely caught up. What's the word? Because next minute there's, like, a scene and I thought it was like a... Um, oh, my God. I thought it was a dinner party from Hell set up. Oh, okay. So I was getting that eerie vibe. Like, I thought right. Monique and Candace were about to punch each other in a barn. <laughs> like, that was the kind of setup, right? I don't know. I saw the deer and I think I focused on the deer in the yard and I was just going, oh, that's such a cute deer. Deer is so cute. And then we get this super on screen, November 15, 2021. And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And then we find out that's the date that Lois died. I know it. It really built me up for something good and then I got bummed out. Yeah, and then the deer walks off and I'm like, is the deer supposed to be Lois? I kind of like that. It's kind of beautiful, isn't it? It is. It was sweet. And, I mean, then we get Rinna in confessional talking about Lois and the fact that she had a DNR and I'm thinking, your mum was 94 and a half years old. I'd fucking want a DNR too. Like, leave the bitch alone. Yeah, it was very sad. Yeah, of course it's sad. But, you know, it doesn't stop her from working and going to Mexico. 
I really appreciated Rinna at the table at the dinner coming up because she was just like, yeah, clocking back into work. She yeah. was like, let's stir some shit. And that's the thing. She's like, it's work. And we all know that Rinna is a self-proclaimed hustler and would never miss out on a day of work. And lover or hater, I can respect that. I don't think that I would respect her less for staying home. I don't at all. She's made her decision and you know what I mean? It's hers to make. Because I'm sure some people will be judging her for like, how can you fucking go to work? Your mum just died two days ago. But that part's none of our business. The rest of her life is all of our business. Yeah. They all go on the PJ and it made me think of Lala from Vanderpump Rules because I'm like, no one had to give a BJ for the PJ. Well, <laughs> I mean, except maybe Diana, but that was years ago, so it doesn't count. And then they're all in their vehicles to go from the airport to their hotel. And in the car, we've got Sutton, Erica, Crystal, Garcelle. And they're, it's like total fucking crickets. No one's talking to each other because it's the Orky Unco bus. Mm-hmm. And then Garcelle breaks the ice and says, I bet you $5 Dorit is speaking Spanish in her car. And of course she is. <laughs> And, what? and then Chris- I saw someone say online that she was actually speaking Italian. Then she switched to Spanish when she realised she did. I think <laughs> so. I don't speak Italian, but she, as I said to you last week when we saw the preview, what's with the Italian accent? And then this time, I was like, I don't speak either. But I'm like, is she actually speaking Spanish or, or actually Italian? Was. I think she was speaking Italian. I did too, but again, not an expert. So thanks for that. I just think it's so funny that. The, the one thing that can unite that bus of misfits is yeah, <laughs> being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and then Crystal, was it Crystal or no? It was Sutton who says, oh, and they speak English back to you. How funny. Ha, ha, ha. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, my God. Oh, too funny. And they talk about Diana flying her people ahead of time. So I don't need to hear that again. These rich ladies are envious of someone who is richer than they are. That's just clearly the way it goes in that world. But why did we have to say, like, it's not that interesting to see someone go into a hotel room and just rearrange shit. I know. I thought it was far more interesting watching Rina for probably the 10th time use those disinfectant wipes all over her room. And I'm, I was wondering if Diana is going to see this and then make her people do that next time too. I'm sure. Yeah. Did you see how that when they were hanging up the dress or whatever and it was the closet wasn't big enough? Yeah, it was and dragging. Like, Heighten the ceiling or whatever. I was like, yeah. calm down, Crystal. She says, can they make the closet bigger? So what, you want to, You want them to get out a hammer and nails and, and make – I don't understand. Wouldn't it just be cheaper to go to the Kmart and buy a $25 clothes rack for her? I know. I don't it know. was very Crystal in the basement. It was very Crystal <laughs> in the basement. These ladies need to st- learn to respect roof heights and floor levels. Like, you can't just go changing the height of rooms all the time. Just deal with it, right? Seriously. A little bit of resilience, guys. <laughs> it's true. So, next minute, it's dinner, and they toast to Lois, and Dorit is late. And I thought, oh, okay, her and her glam. But no. This fucking bitch. The. What did you say? I said, oh, this fucking bitch. Okay. This Dorit. <sighs> so the hotel gave her a ground floor room and she's like, um, she wasn't ready for it. She couldn't handle it. I mean, there were people probably on the beach just outside her room. That would have, <sighs> if I was her, that would have freaked me out too. You it's know? a hotel. The maids have keys. Everyone's got a key. If you're going to get broken into, you're going to get broken into. It's a ground floor of like a giant resort. I think you're fine. You never know, bitch. She's got PTSD. Leave her alone. Uh, it's the one and only time I'm going to tell you to leave Dorit alone. And then at the dinner, Rina 
her and Kyle are the pot stirrers. She's like, did I miss anything while I was away for a week? And there's fucking crickets. It's because you're all being quiet. <laughs> I mean, you know what happened. You know exactly what happened. Erica fucking told you. Yeah, you got the dailies. <laughs> Producers probably told you. And that's when Sutton says, I don't want to be misconstrued. Read the dark conversation. And she says... She beats around the bush. She says, I want to make it very, very clear that in my home we express love to everyone and I don't want any untruths to be spoken as that can be very dangerous. And then Dorit was on Crystal as well saying, you know, you said it was very dark. And then Crystal compares the word dark, was it dark or language, to a Rorschach test. And I think Garcelle says, what's that? And then she's like, I know that these are big words. I'm like, you know what, Crystal, you're starting to fucking lose me. Yeah. Don't be a bitch about your education. People don't want to hear it. Like, And no offence, you're not rich because of you. Like you're not building a beach house like Garcelle because of the money you personally generated. So why don't yeah. you fucking calm down, okay? You're not Dr. Wendy with 25 degrees. Exactly. So yeah. Oh, my God, I forgot all about Dr. Wendy. You know I'm not a fan, Sozzle. Um, <laughs> Sutton says I, to Crystal, I feel like you've tried to assassinate my character now twice. And then Erica again pipes up with a drink in her hand and brings it back to her saying that <sighs> I'm in awe because this is what happened to me last year. And I'm like... No, it's not. No, it's not, Erica. The LA Times didn't do multiple articles on fucking <laughs> Sutton being, you know, assassinated twice. And um, there were no facts about embezzlement and fraud. Like, it's not the same thing. There's no widows and orphans. Fuck me dead. And then Crystal's like, I wasn't making shit up because Dorit's like, do you think you were like making shit up? And she's all like, stop denying my experiences. And that's when Cole brings up the gaslighting again. And by the look on Rina's face, she had this like little affirmative tiny nod and then was like, I'm not going to keep nodding. It's like, if you're going to pretend like you don't know what happened, Rina, you need to stop nodding when your friend says gaslighting because you clearly have heard it all. I just hate when these women, they pick up on a word and then they use it all the time. Like, remember Ramona with the Schadenfreude and the Munchausen's and now it's gaslighting. They just love a hot topic button word yeah, and then they misuse it all the time. Yeah, but it's fucking good TV, obviously. These are the seasons of Beverly Hills that we talked about. True. So, you know. And then Sutton's trying to like beat around the bush about what she doesn't want to come out of this altercation with Crystal. And I did appreciate that Erica just comes right out and says it and is all like, you just don't want her to say that you're a racist. When you don't say what that it is, that's what people are going to think. And she repeats herself. And I think because Erica says the word racist out loud twice, Sutton mm. gets pierced. Even Rinna's like, sorry, it's bad for you. It's already bad for you. It's not good for you. <laughs> that made the, me the, the thing is, these women, mm. like Rina yeah. and Kyle, you're not worried about Sutton being no. called a racist because the dark thing keeps coming up. Because you keep bringing it up. They're the ones that keep saying, oh, people will think, people will assume. And it's like, not if you just shut up about it. <laughs> Exactly, I fucking love it. Um, I'm sorry that I love it, but this is hilarious. Like exactly what you're saying is making me laugh because it's so fucking obvious. I love it. And then Sutton's all fucking pissed and she's like gets her like serious purse-lipped kind of, 
you know. I did love that. Yeah. And she's like, you know, to Crystal, you did it. And Crystal's like, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And it's a pattern. And then she says, with your friends, you make up lies behind their back. And I'm telling you this because I like you. And I was like, what the fuck is she talking about? Well, we find out in confessional that... Crystal and Sutton had mutual friends that are no longer friends with Crystal. And apparently she was warned about Crystal in that Crystal will make sure she's besties with the most quote-unquote powerful person in the group and she'll do anything she can to get there. And then Rina says in confessional she's heard what Sutton was alluding to as well but she didn't want to use it. (laughs) I, I love the way that she said use it. I mean she should have said say it but... I mean, at least Rinna's not pretending that she's not Rinna. And then Kyle pipes up and says, look, I was there, nothing happened. In actuality, this conversation did not happen the same time as the I don't see race comment. It happened the day after. So she's sort of vouching for the fact that nothing went on. And Sutton kind of tells them, not exactly, but she says, I made a comment about how I raised my kids to have multicultural friends. And Rina's all like, was that it? And everyone's like, was that it? And Garcelle's like, that didn't seem dark to me. And then Crystal looks at Garcelle with a a come on face and says, so you're saying that it wasn't problematic to you? And Garcelle's like, no. And then Sutton turns to Crystal and says, thanks. Thanks a lot. And Crystal actually says sorry. And I don't, I mean, obviously, I don't think Crystal's sorry, but the fact that Crystal felt like she might have been forced to give an apology in that space, this is going to come back. Crystal's going to get pissed. Crystal has like every right in that instance to, to feel like what Sutton was saying was problematic. Yeah. And like, we can't take away her feelings. Like she thought it was dark in the moment. Sure. Her problem was saying it a year later. And then all the ladies jumped on it and turned it into something bigger than it ever needed it to be. Exactly. So she can be sorry for saying dark, but like she felt that like, that's her truth. Like get over it. Sutton needs to own that. If she did in that moment, make Crystal feel bad. Yeah. She obviously made her feel uncomfortable and at the time they barely knew each other so the uncomfortability was clearly heightened because you're like, I don't know this person. What the fuck did she mean by that? Next time we see that Erica's stirring shit with Crystal because she says she called you a liar, girl. Erica's stirring shit up and she's going to be happy because it's not about her even mm-hmm. though she's personally getting sued for $5 million. I'm like, no, I'm, she's exonerated. Everything was found to be a lie. I'm not keeping up with it with all the Erica legal stuff yet because I don't know. It's still in, it's kind of in a boring phase. I don't know. <laughs> I'll let you yeah, know when something totally. not boring happens. But now Sutton uh, in the preview, Sutton yells at Diana for something. And I'm like, Sutton, it's not going to help your cause to start randomly yelling at people. So. Well, it might help the TV show, though. Yeah, that's true. It'll help our cause. It just won't help her cause. That's that. I mean, nothing yeah. really happened until the last five minutes. I know. But, they but next cle- week looks to be good. They cleverly left me wanting more. So we'll see. We'll see. Shall we get into Below Deck Down Under? <laughs> what was that? Below Deck Down Under. I don't know. It's my little Is that ac- Australian? No. Uh, you know we have accents already. It's my little accent day. I do it all the time. I'm tr- Okay, I'm entertaining myself. But it was English. Yeah, so. Below oh, Deck okay. Down Under. <laughs> I was thinking. I thought you'd be more like, that's not a below deck. This is a below deck. 
Blow deck down under, mate. That's it. Fuck, that was annoying. Jesus Christ. All right, so we're up to episode 14 and the app's called believe? New Kids on the Block. I look, I will definitely re- be watching the next season. You know me. Mm-hmm. I watch it all. <laughs> I, I watch it, say it all. But I don't think this season of Blow Deck Down Under was a flop, but it's definitely getting a C- minus from me. How about you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there needs to be more screwing amongst the crew. Definitely. That's what's missing. Oh, we're missing sexual tension. We're missing a Gary type we figure. We are missing a Gary. I don't know what is wrong with me, but I find Gary so attractive. No. Uh-huh. Really? Yep. One, I hate his accent. I'm really sorry. I don't mean to be mean, but I, I don't froth over a South African accent. And he's not attractive at all. <laughs> Well, obviously, me and all of the female crew of that ship, they disagree with you. Passable. just a flirt, and that comes across as fun. Maybe he is fun. I don't know. He's fun. Yeah, I guess. So this show needs a Gary instead of a Jamie. I still don't want to fuck him, though. Anyway, I'll, um, I'll try to swallow that concept of you finding Gary hot. We really have very differing tastes in men, so there's nothing wrong with that. We'd never fight. So... Magda has been fired. Yay, pom-poms. And now it's time for Shit Chef. So his first words to Captain Cutie after Captain Cutie fires him and he says, this is what we're doing? Love it. It's been real and and real fun. And then behind his back he's all prick. Yeah, his ego was crushed. Oh, hell yeah. Poor Aisha is like, I I don't know if she was in a cabin or whatever she was doing, but she was so stressed out that she was going to shit her pants. Love that. And, of course, Magda is surprised that Shift Chef has been fired. She's like, oh, my God, really? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, unless it involves your phone, Mags, you're like the last to figure anything out. Seriously. (laughs) And then we get Jamie complaining about Benny not being fired. And look. Oh, he was taking it personally. Like, what a bitch. Calm down, bitch. bitch bosun. And we do get a bunch of flashes showing. Benny's fuck-ups, but for some reason, each and every fuck-up of Benny's I saw just made me laugh harder and harder because Bitch Boson is so cut up about it and I love watching him cut up. It's hysterical. Bitch Boson being upset makes me fucking laugh. And then it's like, yeah, Benny did almost crash the tender into the boat, but you know what? Like, whatever. And then keep saying, like, I was fine, I was fine. It's like, clearly you weren't, mate. (laughs) Like, just when you fuck up, just take it. Classic Benny. (laughs) It's so good. And he says, in confessional, bitch bosun says, I don't know what I have to do to earn the captain's respect. And the funny thing is he doesn't realise that this is exactly how Benny feels about him. So Mm -hmm. it's like, can't you have any empathy when you are feeling the exact same way about another member of the team? Like, anyway, maybe that's too deep for him. Shit Chef is bitching to Mag so loud everyone can fucking hear. And, of course, in his imagination, he's blaming Aisha for getting fired. Oh, yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, and the captain can hear him. And, unfortunately, the captain hears uh, Shit Chef call the captain a vagina. Again, stop using female genitalia derogatorily. Like, it's like, I'm sorry, I'm not happy about that. Not happy, Jen. You can call me a bitch all you like. But don't be saying that, you know, being a vagina is a bad thing. Captain calls him on it and puts a time limit on him getting the fuck off the boat. I, I love thought that, that was hilarious. And shit, Chef keeps saying, like, the guests were happy, the guests were happy. I'm like, 
On what planet? With a guest With zappy. that chocolate fondue? Nah. Oh, that chocolate fondue. Gross. Yeah. And he says in confessional that it's because he intimidates the captain. I thought Magda was 10 cents short of a dollar. What the fuck? Oh, he's 50 cents short of a dollar. Ugh. And then he's walking off the dock and he, like, moons them. And all I could think of was, dude, you so are such a bottom. Don't you think? <laughs> he's such a bottom. Stop talking about bottoms derogatorily. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Snaps for that. Oh, I'm like, at least Magda gets it that it's her and not them. You know, she's even yeah. flirting with the captain on the way out. I'm like, Jesus Magda was Christ. super graceful compared to shit chef. And can you believe we would ever say that? I know. So impressed. They That's all over and done with now and they've got to talk about the next charter and they're doing a preference sheet meeting and Captain Cutie is reading out that they want like her Coachella-themed party or what was the other one? Burning Man. Burning Man. And apparently. I think that's a fun theme. I think so too. And apparently Captain Cutie is partial to a music festival. Oh, yeah, the clips of him dancing were so fun. I know. Well, no, they were funny. Man, yes. man can't dance. God bless. No. But, you know, it doesn't matter. If you're enjoying yourself, then it's enjoyable to be around someone. I have a friend who when they dance, they they just look like they're going rogue. But the energy coming off them was so joyous that I loved dancing with him. I mean, he was so cray-cray that the dance floor would kind of clear and give the dude space because it was like, what the fuck's this guy doing? But <laughs> I didn't care because the energy coming off him was amazeballs. So, you know, good on you, Captain Cutie. Mm-hmm. We find out Benny's a DJ and goes by the name Lazy Susan. I mean, how apt. I loved that. <laughs> it is apt. <laughs> and, but how cut did bitch Boson get again? Or oh, you let Benny be the DJ. It's like, so? Why are you so cross? If he's a DJ and they want a festival party, you're going to get a DJ. Like, Like, what does he think that he's being praised? Like, he's being praised for his work by being given more work to do. Like, what? I don't. What's your damage, Heather? Like, I don't get it. I know. Like, does he want to be the DJ? Like, pull up a Spotify playlist? Like, what are you going to do? But he does admit in confessional that he might need to do things differently because none of his crew are kind of on his side. And I'm like, okay, the cogs are finally turning slowly, (laughs) but they might actually be a turning. And then we meet and two new crew members, Chef Nate and Taylor the Stew. Okay, so you told me, because we were a week behind everyone, and you told me that your friend had already seen this episode and that the new chef was really cute. And I'm like, is he though? Yeah, I was let down by Oh, okay, cool. He seems nice, but I saw it and I was like, oh. Yeah, I wouldn't say he was hot. I'd say he was like cute adjacent. Yeah. But I don't I wouldn't call him <laughs> cute hot. adjacent. That's so mean. Oh, is it? Oh fuck. Well, I'm not even cute adjacent, so to me that's like a plus. But I thought his attitude was cute so far. Yeah, so far. I mean he's a chef, so they're all fucking crazy. Exactly. I thought Taylor was hotter than Nate. But, you know, that's probably only just me. So we find out, I mean, we all were suspected, but we find out just how filthy shit chef left the galley. Oh, my God, horrendous. Remember how many times he'd have naps in the, yep. like, in the crew mess? And we're like, I've never seen a chef have all these naps. Now we know why. No wonder the food tasted shit. It probably had salmonella. I'm surprised that the guests didn't get food poisoning. That 
kitchen looked like a fucking health hazard waiting to happen. Disgusting. Horrible. And then what I did notice is at this point, we're already halfway through the episode and we've yet to pick up any guests. Once they do, they're serving them drinks and the new stew asks Aisha, where are the tongs so that she can put some lemon or lime or something in someone's drink? And Aisha is fucking wrapped. She requested tongs. I think we all clapped. We did. We did. We definitely got out our pom-poms and cheered. I did at this point notice how hot Teft is. I don't care that his name's Teft. I don't know what the fuck te- a Teft oh, is. Oh, yeah, Teft. But mm. he was a cutie patootie. I would definitely go below deck for that one. Even if you're his sister? No. Do we have to talk about that? That's so creepola. Well, we'll see what happens next week, like if that eventuates. Oh. But aren't they in the tub? Yeah. Okay, so at the, not yet, though. At this point, they're on the beach for their Burning Man Coachella party. Mm-hmm. Culver strips, well, I thought naked, but no, he's in a onesie cosy and he f- he's got like a faux f- gut inside it. So he's like put on one of the girls' like swimwear and shoved a pillow down it or something. I don't get what the point of that was, but the guests are here for it, so that's fine. Yeah, he's a great entertainment officer. He is. And back on the boat, the dishwasher's broken. The chef can't do shit. That's a fucking scary place to be, I reckon. I'd be Do you think um, shit chef on his way out, like, just shoved something into the dishwasher that and broke it? Yes, I thought the same thing. I'm like, isn't that convenient that the chef's left and now the dishwasher's broken? I reckon mm. he did something too. And I was waiting for Nate to, like, get his strop on because I thought, okay, I can't prep dinner, even though I'm like, you're serving sushi, so nothing really needs to be cooked yet. So why can't you chop shit? I don't get it. But That's, that's what I was thinking as well. Because the whole time he's freaking out, he's like chopping carrots. I'm like, you don't need a dishwasher to chop carrots. And, but, and I was like, if it's that big of a deal, just like do dinner and then fix the dishwasher. Yeah, I, but I get it. They were all in his way and shit. And I thought at this point he might arc up and we might get to see what this guy's all about, really. But he did all right, don't don't you think? Yeah, he's fine. I think he handled himself fine. They made a deal about it, but it was all a to-do about nothing. Once they're back on the boat, the primary that doesn't drink starts drinking, so I'm looking forward to that next episode. (sighs) Bitch Boson starts being nice-ish, and in the meantime, Benny's just working his ass off so that he doesn't get in trouble. Aisha takes a plate away from a guest that's not ready like who's still fucking eating and she's like all like freaked out about it. Okay, did you think that the kerfuffle with when plates got picked up and went down, do you think it was as big a deal as they made it out? No, no. I didn't think so either. Like one guest hasn't finished eating and the other guests are complaining where their food is. It's like, well, how is this the crew's fault? Blame the bitch guest who can't simply shove four bits of sashimi in her mouth. Like, how hard is it? Just fucking eat it, you dumbass. Don't be rude. Yeah, I think that's when you need – well, the captain was dining with them, right? If yeah. I was the captain, I'd just be like, oh, they won't serve the next plate until everyone's yeah, finished. Yeah, just Just one that. line, done. I know. Issue resolved. I've been at a situation where I'm eating and everyone else is finished and the waiter comes over and says, would you like me to clear now? And, of course, I heard that. I looked up and went, oh, shit, everyone's finished. I ate one last little bit and I said, yes, please. When someone Mm -hmm. asks you if you're ready for them to clear the table, that clearly is an indication for most everyone's finished eating. Are you done? Like even I get that and I'm a fucking pleb. So, yeah, and, like, if, if people aren't at the table, 
they're not going to serve the next course. And like, then that's the people just obvious. at the table are complaining, where's their food? And Captain excuses himself and says, I'm going to go to the bathroom. But really, he goes downstairs and tells the chef to hurry it along. It's like, well, chef was actually ready. The tempura yeah. was ready. He was the one freaking out about the fact that the tempura was ready. And Aisha did miss. We did get a quick little clip of the chef letting her know that the dipping sauces were for the first two courses. He did kind of say it like in a quick offhanded way. Oh, yeah, they're for the first two courses. He didn't make it clear these need to stay on the table for the first two courses. Do you know what I mean? So I get why she missed it. But, yeah, that was a bit of a thing because the captain's like, well, where's dipping sauce? Which is fair enough. And at this point, the primary's in the bathroom, so that's when we said they had to wait. So I get it. Dinner service was a bit clumsy, but it re- I don't know. I felt like it was the guest's fault. I don't think it was Aisha's fault. Me too, fault. but I also thought maybe do to me on service for dinner then if, like, you've got a new girl. Yeah, uh, yeah, but she's not good at cabins, so who's going to fucking do cabins? I don't think it was well, a bad call on Aisha's part. I think it was the guests, and I think Aisha needs to be more vocal with the guests because if that was one of the other below decks, you bet your bottom dollar they would be out there saying, you know, when she put the plate back down after she accidentally took it, she would say, I'm so sorry and we'll, of course, wait till you finish before we serve the next course. That's all you have to say. Make it obvious. So anyway, next time Cole was apparently getting a wee bit lazy. I mean, there's two charters to go. I get it. Totally. This is where we get the little clip of the guest getting her tartars out, not only in front of Bettini while she's in the hot tub, but in front of this guest's brother. Yeah. And all we get is Bettini saying, I don't want her to do something that they'll regret or I don't want them to do something they'll regret. It's probably nothing, but it's totally like an incest storyline is coming. (laughs) I know. And then all of a sudden we thought these guys were bad about getting shit thrown off the ship accidentally, but they find another boat's tender. And oh, I was yeah. like, yeah, big deal, big whoop. And then, but then of course this thing could bang into their boats. So that's a big deal. And Culver makes out with one of the charter guests in the club. And Love that. no one's happy about it, especially Bratini. So they've suckered me in. I'm definitely watching next episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At this point, I'm in for a penny, in for a pound, right? I'm watching I till the end. I love Below Deck. It's a wonderful franchise. It really is. I can't wait for Below Deck Med to start. That's been a while, right? This year we've it had feels regular. Like it has. We've had regular Below Deck this year and now Below Deck Down Under. Where's Below Deck Med? I know we've talked about it. My um my boyfriend, he watches on like regular TV catch up or whatever. So he's only just watching Below Deck Med now. Oh, and he's jealous. like texting me being like, oh, fucking Lexi. She's so annoying. And I have to remember who that is. <laughs> I wrote who's Lexi. Yeah, I think she was. I, th- I think we hated it too. But I'm like, you know, I'm so sure much has happened. Did. Oh, my God. Oh, well, he can fill us all in when we have dinner next week to celebrate our 50,000 downloads. Thank you, yeah. people. So sweet. Yay. I love, love, love how many people love all this shit. Not that they want to hear us. They just want to hear someone talking about it because I'm the same. It's a community. It's I'm great. I'm constantly scouring podcasts that – can, you know, break down more Housewives Bravo stuff. So if anyone has another favourite, let me know because my podcast listening, I, I've got nothing to listen to, mate. <laughs> so let me know other people that you listen to that talk about all the Bravos. That would be great. And, of course, more puppy and other pet pics, please, because, you know, they clearly totally. make, they clearly make me so emotional and happy. Yeah, so, so just 
slide into the DMs at effing Bravo on Instagram or Twitter and send us those pics. Yes, please. Oh, maybe we should post our dog pics as well. Have people seen our dogs? I've put up a photo of your dogs from the hot tub. Oh, from when you're at the hot tub at my house. Oh, we've got to do yeah, that again. That was fun. It's we actually- got to do that. All right. Yeah. And I'll put up a pic of Chino or something. Yeah, you must. Oh, his dog's the cutest, everyone. Oh, there, I can see him in the background. That He's short. Photo cute. of Dax was so cute. I'll send you other photos of my dogs too. I'll send Let's you. Let's do a dog post. I'll send you photos of my dogs when they were puppies and photos of them now. Oh, I love a before and after. I know, right? <laughs> I've been doing that thing, you know, where you mark the height on the wall yeah. with Chino, but he's, no. he, he hasn't grown in height at all. Are since you I got serious? Him. Oh my no, God, of course not. He doesn't so... grow. No, I think, no, I meant, are you serious that you did that? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. I think that's it. Got to go to okay. work. Thanks, Have everyone. Have a good day. Love you. Bye. Bye. Heard you that time. <laughs>